Can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer? Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for our fourth annual live stream for the cure. And this year, we need your help more than ever. Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference. Yeah, so Lindsay, like, whatever it takes. I, I understand you want to do that movie, and I want to do that movie, but I have to convince Nathan to do that movie. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a real tough sell. But, like, I figured since you've seen it before, like, you, you kind of have, you know, basis of knowledge here. Uh, maybe you could just, like, feed me some lines to, like, sell it for him. I could try. All right. All right. Cool. 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 Nathan. Nathan. How's it hanging? Oh, it's gross, Brandy. Don't ever do that. I, I got your message. You want to talk about the uh, the next uh, next movie? Yeah. The, the next movie yeah uh so uh, what movie are we doing What's it whatever it takes whatever it, whatever it takes. takes oh come on really that 2000 garbage it's like you know it's like a b-list revenge of the nerds with some thrown in warmed over a cyrano to make it seem like it's smart that's got such a waste of time dude let's do ninja 3 the domination it's got spider-man villain it's got a spider-man villain and the pie is great. And the pie is great. Oh, right. <laughs> Who are you talking? Right. Ed Franco is in this uh, the movie, isn't he? It's like one of his first roles. Nah, I don't. I, I'm, I would really rather watch, uh, you know, Mr. Akmonic be slain on a golf course. It has fetus uh, Jesse. It has fetus uh, Jesse. What? Yep. Fetus Jesse? Jesse? What are you saying? Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman. His... Oh, right. Aaron Paul before he was on Price is Right. No, no I'm, I'm not feeling it, man. Like, I, it's, again, I think Shokushugi as, you know, a, a, a you. demon ninja whisperer is where we got to be. Oh, God, we're not doing well. <sighs> Who are you talking to? Uh, oh, Brendan, did you, you, get your, you got your meds refilled, right? Uh, yes. 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 Good. Good. Because it's it's very important. So you have to just call and and make sure that they know you get you need those yeah deliveries. Uh, we can do that during this whole lockdown stuff. So, but again, I, I get back back to the movie. I don't. I don't. I would really much rather do something canon because it's gonna have that sweet canon sound with the Casio keyboards and and the terrible synth music. Got great music. It's got great music. Oh come on! What's it got? It's it's what a, a late '90s soundtrack is gonna have Smash Mouth and Third Eye Blind. Now oh, come on, man! Like really, I I feel Canon Films is the way to go. Uh. Um 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 um. I what? <laughs> <laughs> Chortle and chuckle. You you said you got your those you said you got your meds refilled. You sure you took them though, right? <laughs> yeah, I took two. Yeah, I took two. You, oh, Brandon, you know you're only supposed to take one. It's one every four hours, buddy. Come on. <laughs> oh, 
It's probably why you're so nervous right now. Oh. I'll pay you 200 bucks to do the movie. I'll pay you 200 bucks to do the movie. What? Oh, so we're doing whatever it takes. You know when I pick a movie That's when I'm under pressure now The question always comes back to me What were they thinking now? Welcome. <laughs> yes, welcome. Ve- welcome, bienvenue. Welcome. Yes, that's 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 the the general era of um of being a uh, uh, greeting to to the people who are listening. Mm-hmm. This is what were they awkwarding? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brendan. I'm Nathan. And we have a guest returning this week. She was on our episode about one of the greatest films ever made, uh, The Happening. What? No. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lindsay. Hey. Just lights Just up hey. a room with that charismatic <laughs> attitude of hers. Um, Lindsay, this is, we're talking about whatever it takes. This is a movie. To avoid watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. This is a movie that uh, you, uh, you had seen, you have a history with. Yeah, I uh, I was the target age group. I saw this movie when I was 16 in theaters. Mm-hmm. I paid money for it. Oof. And I wanted to see it. Oof. <laughs> and you still want to see it to this day. Mm-hmm. God. Lord. Uh, um, we talk about bad movies, questionable movies, and we're doing that again. Because we're talking yeah. about whatever it takes. So this um, is definitely bad and yeah. questionable. Yes, all of that. Um, yeah. This movie it was released in 2000, and holy shit, what a cast. <laughs> We've got Shane West, who is definitely a big, a bigger deal back then. Uh, we've mm-hmm. got, oh, yeah, he was. Uh, James Franco in one of his first, very early appearances. Yeah, was um, this right around the same time he was doing, like, Freaks and Geeks? Yeah. Freaks and Geeks was 99. Yeah, yeah so it was close in that era. Um, yeah. We've also got uh, I was gonna, we've got Marla so- uh, Sokoff or Sokolov. She was the girl in like she's one of the girls in Dude Where's My Car, and she's in like a yeah, bunch she's of also movies. in Full House. Okay, and we've got um, da, da, bum, bum, bum. what's the other girl's name? I'm blanking. Jody Lynn O'Keefe. That's the one. She's in she's all that. So we've got them. We've yeah. got uh, Aaron Paul, who is all of 20 years old. We've got adorable. Colin Hanks. He was fantastic. Also very young in this movie. <laughs> he was. And of course, Richard Schiff. That's right. Who Dr. has the most Dr. Glassman. Yeah, the most thankless role in this entire movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's my character? Uh yell out uh yell outs uh insults about him being a girl and then get hit in the nuts. Cool. Got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, if this were the Shakespearean uh, piece that it strives to be, he would be like the uh, the porter in in the Scottish play. Strives to be, I think you mean accomplishes. Well, yes, he does. Mm. I mean, in my opinion, he's the, one of the bright spots in this 
the movie. I also the uh, the nerds played by uh, <laughs> Colin Hanks and Aaron Paul. Uh, I I wanted to see their movie. Hmm. Yeah, I, I found the stuff that they did far more interesting uh, than mm-hmm. the other stuff that was going on in this movie. I think if you play an episode of Fargo and Breaking Bad side by side, you'll get you'll get an idea of what that might be like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it takes, 2000. This movie has an, as far as I'm concerned, an astronomical budget. Okay. <laughs> This movie was made for $32 million. <laughs> they spent it all in the pool. I, yeah, because, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no one in this movie is a $20 million a movie uh, star. No. And, guys, this made, and I guess Lindsay um, uh, contributed had- to this. Julia Sweeney. I mean, there, there's $5 million there right there, at least, right? <laughs> I yeah. really don't think well, she was making $5 million. <laughs> You know, Colin Hanks, it's... Tom Hanks' son, so they had to pay him a lot yeah. for a small role. He gets the same same amount of money as Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie made nine million dollars worldwide. <laughs> Oof. I helped. You did help. I helped. Uh, no sequel. Oh. However, many other teen movies that are almost the same. So I'm just going to go over the story here real quick, just to just to kind of give a run around here. Um, it's basically Cyrano de Bergerac. Uh, we have uh, Shane West playing a nerd. Mm, okay, sure, whatever you say, yeah. movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he um, he has a next door neighbor uh, who is, she's uh, she's his good friend. We can all see that there should be an attraction there, but there's not. It's the typical teen movie trope. Um, he meets up with a jock played by James Franco, which I th- mm. also think is not so believable. Um, and he's into that girl, but Shane West. The nerdy Shane West. <laughs> yes, she's all okay. that. Okay. Um, nerdy Shane West is into the popular girl, uh, played by Jodie Lynn O'Keefe. Uh, her name is Ashley, mm-hmm. I believe. So they decide, yes. well, we're both kind of into girls that are the opposite from us in terms of personality. So James Franco's like, I'll show you how to be a dickhole so you can hook <laughs> up with this girl. And you show me how to be a nice guy so I can hook up with this girl. <sighs> And an arrangement is made, and as Nathan always likes to say, hilarity ensues. Ugh, (laughs) blech. So, right off the bat, uh, the the whole opening credits is just uh, someone putting on makeup. And a choker. And a choker. (laughs) No, it's a... It's a stop-motion video first. It's stop-motion, and I think... I thought I saw, like, a Pokeball. No. (laughs) Okay. Well, there might have been. Just like in her makeup kit. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. That wasn't part of the uh, the routine for our old, our old friend Ashley here? I, I wouldn't know. I don't wear makeup. <laughs> well, do you have a Pokeball, though? I do. Oh. Several. Oh, okay. If you wore mo- makeup, would you p- keep your Pokeball in your makeup bag? Yes, I would. Right, well, so I think it, it's it stands to reason that you yeah you did the see yeah. Pokeball in S- the makeup bag. We did solved. What were they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> we meet our uh, our two main characters, I guess. Uh, Shane West is uh, playing Ryan and Marla Sokoff Sokoloff. I'm gonna have a real hard time with that. It's, Actually, it's, he's playing Brian. I know. Well, they think his name is Brian. Yeah. Is it is it Sokolov? Sokolov. Is there an L in there? I just hear there's the... an L. Okay. Okay. So it's Sokolov. Okay. Well, Sokolov. She, she, or... she plays Maggie, and they're they're best buds. They've been best buds for a while, 
and you know they're driving to school together their neighbors their balconies are right next to each other um <laughs> and they're With just a having conveniently a placed wind machine <laughs> there's um other movies that use that uh trope uh the movie drive me crazy and archie and betty and riverdale the uh the balcony thing yeah the best friend balcony thing. it's the worst <laughs> it is the worst but he's driving her to school. They're having some chit chat, pretending that they have these rich lifestyles. And then he kind of casually just drops, like, "Yeah, I played accordion last night." And I, at the first, that's the first point I paused the movie and was like, mm, "Back up a second. <laughs> this is there is an accordion player as our title character. Okay, okay. <laughs> Not something I mean, I, that they I, usually uh, throw in there. No, unless you're unless it's uh, UHF starring Weird Al Yankovic. I love that movie. Fantastic movie. Uh, Ryan and Maggie arrive to the school and we meet all his friends. We meet Aaron Paul, who plays Floyd, who is a straight up psychopath. Um, Uh, I like Floyd's energy. It it would be uncomfortable energy, I think. I'm not lying. I would have probably been friends with with Floyd, but I would not have obviously been been Ryan. Um, But I would absolutely have been friends with Floyd. He, He seems like an interesting cat to hang out with and to stop staying in touch with after college. Mm. <laughs> he seems like someone <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well you wouldn't be able to get in touch with him because he's jesse pinkman now <laughs> this is his origin story yeah mm-hmm. this is how he first i can see bad. it oh totally because this is him trying to be like throughout the whole movie he's like i want to get arrested for malice or whatever chaos <laughs> yeah and then when he does it's like oh that was what first that was what first got him into the game mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how he broke bad um yeah and so they're hanging out, and then we get the uh, arrival of Ashley, the cool, pretty girl, and every, she's super popular, and everyone loves her, and, you know, Maggie's all, don't bother being into Ashley, Ryan. She's not into you, and she's just a bitch. Did you see that uh, when they were all pulling up to school, that one kid pulled up, like, riding his dad's garbage truck? That Was, was Floyd. that Floyd? Was yeah. it Floyd? Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't so. totally sure on that because they never touched on it again that I saw. Uh, so Ryan uh, has a ha- bumps into Ashley and her lipstick runs all over her face and we get a little blowjob joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Actually, that's what I wrote. Was that was that a was that a Hummer joke? I think so. She says uh, she's like ne- some- she's never had any complaints about her mouth before. Yeah, because he's like, <laughs> it's like that. It's like that. Um, not convincing, awkward teen speak where he's like, "Oh, sorry." A- about your mouth which we yeah. saw like done a lot more aggressively awful in a talking cat but like it's also <laughs> here too and yeah she says well, that's the first complaint i've had about it and walks away yeah well i'd like to put in that i watched this movie with one of my friends and she is 20 are you she being attacked born. yeah are you okay no. with her <laughs> oh, i was just flipping through my notes okay. oh <laughs> she takes them on slateboard good good microphone anyway so she's 20 she was born the same year the movie came out and just watching it with her made me realize how dated it was and oh. how old i am <laughs> right out of the gate uh we uh, ryan was playing um accordion the night before and she made a mixtape yeah oh God. not a mix cd a mixtape a mixtape it's 2000 mm-hmm. but yeah. it's super 90s like my, yeah. my friend was like screaming where's their dress code <laughs> 
And I'm just like, no, no, there was no dress codes in the 90s. Yeah, no, because the, the, uh, we, we, like, we, uh, the people just before me hadn't started running things yet. No. Well, no. and Lindsay, why don't you, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us how you watched this movie as the director intended? I watched it as the director intended. On my break, I sat in the movie theater and watched the movie. I work in a movie theater and <laughs> keeping the dream alive right now. I'm still working. Oh, good. By myself alone in the theater. <laughs> watched it on a <laughs> giant theater screen just like it was intended. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if even if it had been pristine print, it still would have been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, and the name of the establishment and the address, please. Not just. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, no, no. So uh, well, we go from here to a school assembly, starring Julia Sweeney. Yeah. And and a, a replica of Mariah's penis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did you not take that note, at least, Brendan? I don't know. Really? I, just, I, just, I took that note. All caps, giant penis. Mariah's giant penis, yep. <clears throat> I was just uh, I was just confused at this, um, the, the, just this assembly. I mean, I get it's like sex education, but are these people all in like grade 12? Yeah, they're seniors. Yeah. It seems was to it be the like... Whole, was it the whole school or just the grade 12 class? It looks like the I whole... I don't know. It was weird. I like isn't that usually done in like a class setting? Like not Usually, in yes, front of but every uh, <laughs> Right. You know, c- cutbacks. Yeah. Well, uh, lazy terrible Hollywood movies. And it mm-hmm. seems like Julia Sweeney and the baseball coach are the only teachers at that school. <laughs> the, yep. the actually what would have made that whole thing funnier is if that class had just been them in class and her with that giant dong in a small classroom environment. That would have played much funnier than in front of the entire school. Yeah, mm-hmm. I st- and I, the I, giant condom. I, I do. Th- I do think it's weird that the school had that as a supply, like that giant penis. <laughs> well, it's clearly it's a blue state. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone had to see a it. A throbbing blue state. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're right. Everyone did have to see it. I, I, uh, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, Julia Sweeney it. is also Ryan's mother, so it's very mm-hmm. awkward to watch this assembly. Um, <laughs> James Franco also makes a comment at this point when Maggie's trying to like walk by him and he's like, gotta pay the toll. And she like threatens to kick him. And he's like, only if you're naked. (laughs) And then his friend in the background, right after you can hear him go like, still got it. (laughs) Got what? Um, I don't think that was high school confidence. Yeah. Creepy perv vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Rapey vibes. I wrote Mm. throughout. I knew um, several people like him in high school. <laughs> like Franco? Yeah, and his friends. All just painfully, painfully unfunny and dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, so they get when they're done with that assembly and uh, Aaron Paul makes a bunch of comments about uh, his mom and, oh, it's come out of a personal collection. Ah! <laughs> um, we get his backstory about him like looking at this statue in front of the school where the neck was stolen. And, and he's that, like, you know what? It's the school. The guy who's the name of the school is after Gilmore. That did not look like Doug Gilmore at all. Mm-mm. What? <laughs> I'm lost. Doug Gilmore was a hockey player. Oh, okay. Maple Leafs. Yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Sports ball. 
And yeah, he's he's like the the, the neck got stolen off the statue, and I want to live up to that, and I want to get arrested for mayhem. And then, literally, Colin Hanks just walks into the frame and <laughs> just to tell us that he's there too. His name's Cosmo. Yeah. So I, I felt he should have he should have skidded into frame and been super jittery with bad hair. <laughs> I thought, oh, I thought he was going to be like an expert on like women's bodies. Uh, but Colin Hanks is here to tell us that most women prefer a man of danger. And that's his line before the scene ends. <laughs> yep. To which I had actually have I have written down now, I already find this loathsome. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, it's pretty flawless so far. Oh my god, it's the I think the worst part about the whole experience and I should probably <laughs> wait to the end of this to, to say this, but it, it felt like I was watching a, like a really padded out sitcom that had movie production values added to it. Mm. The, it was so tripe. Uh, sorry, yeah, tripe is is a good word, but tropey. Tripe. Yeah, it was tripe, tripe. tropey, and uh, just trippy. Just no, not in the least, because it was just rife with cliches and super predictable. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know what's going to happen because I think Ryan and Ashley might actually get together here. Well, we we won't know, but because first we have uh, Dr. Glassman shows up as the baseball coach. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Richard Schiff. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Also, I noticed one of the producers also had the last name Schiff. I'm like, nepotism much? You think you owed him a favor? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that actually, you know what? That's probably more accurate. (laughs) But yeah, he's like the baseball coach, and the joke there is that he keeps saying like, "Come on, girls, stop being like a girl, stop being a little bitch and shit like that." Which is again super cliched and, and tropey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just the angry, the angry uh, gym teacher. Let's I guess, go, ladies. Coach. This isn't a picnic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Floyd, uh, Aaron Paul. I'll just say Floyd. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Floyd is Floyd. talking about like, why don't you? T- uh, so you're taking Maggie to the prom, eh? Because we learned that Ryan and Ryan's and Maggie are going to go to the prom because they don't have dates. Wait, and, who's Floyd? Uh, Floyd is <laughs> Aaron Paul. <laughs> um, and then, and then <laughs> yeah, he says like, well, you know what? Why don't you just date Maggie and uh, Shane West or Ryan or whatever says. Well, it'd be kind of like dating my sister, to which Floyd responds, that's okay in some parts of the world. <laughs> See, he's an open-minded individual. He is off-putting. <laughs> such, a, such a great energy. I would, so, I would have made the worst life choice and been best mm-hmm. friends with him. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully he never did this to you, Nathan, because in the next scene, Floyd is like, come with me, Ryan. I got this great underground operation that you you can come to, and I'll pay for it, and you'll you'll be thankful you did. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I was in high school, if there had been somebody like that, they would have been my best friend. <laughs> oh man, a nightmare world for that locker room. <laughs> so he goes down to like the basement, <laughs> and they pay the, they pay the creepy maintenance dude to like. <laughs> Take him to take Ryan through the through the basement and into the women's locker room where all the ladies are changing and taking their showers. And at first you're like, oh okay, like Ryan gets in there and he's like, oh god, I'm in the women's locker room. What the hell? Like I gotta get out of here. And then he sees Ashley and he just stands there and leers at her for like a minute. And you're like, <laughs> drools. Oh, <laughs> I I feel that this this movie has put us on some sort of list. At least Ugh. me and Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> It's it, it was it was 
weird. If it was Floyd that went in there, I'd be like, okay, kind of goes with his character. He's, yeah. he's crazy and weird and funny and, you know, kind of a creep. But, like, the guy that we're supposed to be, like, is the, you know, compassionate nerd. Like, we're supposed to be sympathetic for him. Right. Yeah, he, he's he's kind of he's kind of bamboozled into it by Floyd too. Don't he forget. Certainly doesn't leave because he's uh, because he want because he wants to though for any don't, kind of Chris, honor, is... honorable reason. Oh yeah, because high school boys are so rife and brimming with honor. No, but I mean, yeah. if you're gonna have your main <laughs> character, you can't you can give him like some fucking likable traits. <laughs> uh, I'm. Hate to say this, but being a, a straight male and that time was a positive trait, even if he was doing it in a creepy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm just saying it makes him creepy right off the bat. Uh, and we're supposed to be on his side. I just don't. I don't. I'm not on his side here. N- now, no, but then, also, to- totally fine for people to do that <laughs> in uh, movies. Maybe for movies. <laughs> yes, for movies. And if he got caught in if he got caught in real life, the argument would well, boys will be boys. Don't ever do that again. That's a very sad statement that's, on the world, Nathan. That's true. <laughs> but also, how do they how do they have time to shower after gym class? We had five minutes to get dressed and go to our next class. It's because it's a lazy Hollywood movie. That's true. And written by people who have no idea how school or teenagers work. Oh, yeah, because is... I would never shower around anyone hmm. ever. This is written by like fifty-year-old white men. Let's just face it. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I wrote Ryan, our hero, uh, gets out of the woman's locker room, and uh, and then he runs into uh, Chris, James Franco's character, Ugh. and Chris is like uh, a creepo too. What tr- were you gonna say? Trolling for skank. Oh yeah. He's like, what are you doing? Like trolling for skank, skanking for troll? And I'm like, no one talks like that. Well, if he was trolling for skank, that would mean he was looking for heroin, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that what that means? Skag, skank, whatever. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. Smack. Well, I mean, he, that, that now we're just naming the nicknames skink. for heroin. <laughs> you say stink? Skink. Skink. Oh. <laughs> Which I think is some sort of cave salamander type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the, here we get the real premise of the movie because Chris is like, listen, your friend Maggie, I'm really into her, but she doesn't she doesn't like me. And I know you're into my cousin, Ashley, which I was surprised he said my cousin because I thought yeah. right here I was like, oh, the twist is that they're going to switch girls. Mm-hmm. And then they made it really apparent right now that that is not going to happen. Yeah. And if it did, it would have been even weirder. <laughs> I just said it in Alabama. I mean... Was it, it was in California. <laughs> oh, so I just changed the setting to Alabama. I mean. He's basically trying to get his cousin laid. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's so kind of weird. You know what? You, you, you do that for family. You, you do for family. No. That's what you no, do. No, 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 no. Get them, no. You set, get them set up so they, well, you know, get their on. on. Hold on. Not even, not, hmm? o- not only is he uh, trying to get his cousin laid, he's trying to trick her into getting laid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, to be fair... To be fair, he doesn't exactly have the most altruistic reasons as to why he's hooking up his cousin, or thinks he's hooking up his cousin. He's actually hooking this guy up with his cousin so he can hook up with this guy's friend. Oh, both of them are garbage humans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, this whole Mm -hmm. premise... All of them. This whole premise of the Switch is, like, they're both kind (laughs) of shitty. Look. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this though. Uh, yeah, uh, 
uh, Ryan is more compost heap, whereas James Fla- uh, James Franco is uh, you know buried in a landfill garbage. Like no, <laughs> not no redeeming qualities to it whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, at least with compost you can grow stuff with, right? <laughs> Make your lawn nice and green and whatnot. Um, and uh, so he's like, yeah. So you help me. I'll help you hook up with my cousin Ashley. You help me hook up with Maggie. What do you say? And his first response is, "Why Maggie? You could date anyone." Um. So uh, we uh, he sends the they, he sends a Cyrano to idiot email. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Chris sends an mm-hmm. email to Ashley as Ryan, but he puts Brian and mm-hmm. has a bunch of typos. He's like, "No, trust me." He doesn't me. know his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your hair's kind of butchy. Yeah, your hair's kind of <laughs> butchy and he's like, "No, no, she'll love this. You got to insult her. Girls love when you insult them." <sighs> Lindsay, this is true, right? So true. <laughs> I also liked it when boys pushed me down the schoolyard, yeah. pulled my hair and called me ugly. I hate to say this, th- those guys uh, are just finding the girl that's right for them. You know, the one that'll, that'll let them push them around and call them names. It has nothing to do with legitimately liking. Again, it's a power thing. It's true. And, yeah. and honestly, they, though. They find girls. But, uh, but when it happened, the teachers would just say, oh, it means he likes you. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Awful. Awful. <laughs> so, yeah. This movie just perpetuates that. It really does. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's, yeah. <laughs> um, so they sent, he sends off that email. Meanwhile, uh, Ryan agrees to bring Maggie to this house party, uh, which they, they go to with uh, not kid in play, but uh, <laughs> Floyd, <laughs> Floyd Cosmo and some other dude that's got like a... Dunn Levy. Is that what his name is? Yeah. He kind of provided some of my only laughs in this movie. But just with his like... He barely side, talked. Yeah. <laughs> well, just with his side comments, like at one point someone says like... Oh, she hasn't even. Has she ever talked about me? And he's like, "No, man." And then you just hear him go, "Bitch." <laughs> Can we call him n- not Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> not oh, yeah, I like that actually. I do like that. Uh, so yeah, Cosmo, Floyd, and not Napoleon Dynamite. Cosmo okay. is wearing a suit because he was told to dress up. <laughs> um, Ryan is. Uh, Ryan tries his makes his move on Ashley by going up to the bathroom and staring at her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says, go ahead. Um, and Floyd arrives just in time to say, he can't. He's got to take a shit. <laughs> um, uh, meanwhile, Chris tries his, makes his move with Maggie. And uh, apparently Ryan sent her, an e- sent her an email of like poetry and shit, pretending mm-hmm. it was from Chris. And he goes, yeah, does it get you hot? <laughs> and of course she's like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Because she's the only smart person in the whole movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's yeah. the smartest. So they've both been person. both been shot down super hard. Uh huh. Mm. Meanwhile, uh, Floyd finds out, <laughs> finds out it's good to be girls like an asshole. So he just throws a firecracker at them. Yes, he throws a firecracker <laughs> at some girls in the pool. <laughs> at one girl's boob. Oh, yeah. throws at her boob right. He and, there's a boob right out there. And then Chris is like, "Yeah, no, just push her in the pool." Yeah, just push Ashley in the pool. She'll I got like the, it. The, they were both being jerks. And I got them. I got them crossed. I got the wires crossed on that one. Yeah, he threw. Mm. He just like you said. No, throws, he shoves Ryan into her. So it looks like Ryan threw her in the pool. Yeah. 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 I'd also like to point out her dress was atrocious. Who, oh, Ashley's. 
Oh yeah, she was naked. Yeah, so I, I actually that's where I got the that's where I, my first time I noted I'm I'm on a list now, aren't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, Nathan, you can rest easy because I'm pretty sure none of these people are actually teenagers. No, well, they're all about twenty. I'm sure twenty to well, they're all over the age, forty years old. You know, twenty okay. to forty. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all at least twenty. Um, at least, which you know what I got to say too. Kind of surprising because the tro- another trope of teen movies around this time was a lot of like twenty five to thirty year olds playing like seventeen year olds. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of surprising. None of, none of them looked like teenagers. No, they didn't. Except maybe Maggie. She sort of had the young face, and Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul looked he like a, looked like a baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah, his, his head was huge, like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was goo goo gagaing the whole movie. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get our next. Uh, is this our first rendition or our, our, our the first time or is this another uh, episode of Balcony Talk? Oh, Balcony Talk. Yes, my favorite talk show. Where Balcony Talk. Ryan wakes up Maggie with a laser pointer in her eyes. Mm. Yeah, that's safe. <laughs> and then and then. They they introduced this thing that I thought was a kind of a weird plot device where he's like Ma- Maggie's like I don't know about Chris like he's he's weird like he sent me a bunch of poetry but it like it didn't mean anything like he's still like a, just a jock and then she he goes hey. Ryan goes why don't you send her one of your famous Maggie Carter soul quizzes Ugh. I'm like yeah what? like she's like see she Cosmo gave that to her mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's from Cosmo it's from Cosmo. Um, which I thought it, that was an odd, uh, an odd plot device. Like, d- well, Lindsay, did, did people in high school send out soul quizzes in order to see yes. if they should date each other? Yes, they did. What? Yes. Yeah, Brent, Brendan. From like, uh, 17 magazine, teen magazine, Cosmo teen. We get those quizzes and we give them to people to do. And it... Brendan, I don't know how to, how to break this to you, pal. Um, you, you weren't popular in high school. <laughs> Listen, I thought those were optional soul quizzes. Uh, no one gave you a soul quiz, did they, bud? I did the ones that are online yesterday. Awkward. What were they awkwarding? That's this has been what were they awkwarding? Uh, BuzzFeed, <laughs> you lied to me again. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, I did find it fun uh, that uh, they had a wind machine that only worked on one side of the building. <laughs> Every time, um, uh, what's her name again? Uh, Maggie. Maggie. Every time she would talk, there would just be an ever so slight breeze blowing mm-hmm. her hair around. Um, and but you know, <laughs> whenever Ryan would talk, it's just, just dead calm. Yep. Well, and she's got, a, she's got have the hair blowing in the wind effect. Yeah, and I don't want to, you know, spoiler alert. Uh, we find out like at the end of the movie that they apparently were right next to the ocean the entire time. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Do we well, it's not California? But do we not see them pull up several times in what looks like an enclosed subdivision type situation? Mm-hmm. So there's no ocean near them. It's just added at the end of the movie for the like for that effect to explain because why California. Her- yeah, right. <laughs> it's a real a talking cat situation <laughs> where the establishing <laughs> shots don't don't match they up don't, at all. They don't sync up at all, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they have their, their have, he tries to get her to send, uh, Chris a soul quiz and she does. Mm-hmm. And Ryan answers the, answers the quiz for him, of course. And he's like, don't you want to know the answers? And Chris is like, no, just write good stuff. That might come back to haunt him later in the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a we call foreshadowing. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, and this is a crazy scene. So this is like where he has to convince. He tries to Ryan tries to convince Maggie to go on a double date. Yes, oh, that whole phone God. call thing. What? And the this fuck? is we we get the first view of Chris's room, and we find out that he is uh, a musician. Well, he also he also no no not uh, Ryan's the musician. It's Chris has got oh, the yes. Pam Anderson dresser. That's true. Oh and, yes, yes, yes. And yes. one of the middle drawers is the is the crotch. Mm-hmm. And it, he pulls on it. It's just unfortunate. He is just a terrible, terrible, irredeemable individual. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and he's not even that built. And no, I would have paid good money for that dresser when I was player? his age. <clears throat> what was that? What was that again, Nathan? No, oh, nothing. I was just thinking out loud. It's easier that way. <laughs> no, he doesn't look like a jock at all. Like I'm sorry, I don't buy him as a football player. Like he looks like a Calvin Klein model, maybe, but not a jock. Yeah. I'm gonna say this: uh, 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 quarterbacks aren't always big guys, and uh, receivers, uh, receivers, and uh, running backs, uh, uh, not always the biggest dudes either. So, well, um, so this scene, Ryan Maggie is getting cold feet about the double date, and maybe she uh, should turn off that wind machine. <laughs> <laughs> so she calls up Chris. And tries to cancel, but Ryan swoops in. And he's like, "No, Chris, don't don't go back on the line. Tell her you gotta go." Uh, and then eventually they get caught up in some fucking contrived situation where they're all three of them are on the line. And, <laughs> and he he doesn't he tell he tells Chris to say, "Oh, tell tell her you're upset because your dad's on crack." Yeah, he's like, "My dad plays <laughs> football." And I actually I legitimately laughed at that line <laughs> because. At the time, not now, but at the time, the NFL was rife with drug abusers. Mm-hmm. Not now. No, now they're, um, I believe everyone there is straight edge. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sainted choir, boys. <laughs> but he does, um, they basically all get caught on the line, so Ryan is stuck and he has to do an impression of Chris and pretend to be him, of which I gotta say, he is no <sighs> James Franco. I hate this movie. <laughs> and he, he, oh my god, so... <laughs> But he starts running his voice through a sound modulator. Through a sound oh modulator, God. but like, it sounded so different before that. Like he did does the voice or he does an impression for like a little bit, and then he's like, uh, uh, hmm. and like suddenly it's through the sound modulator. I'm like, I know we said Maggie is like one of the smarter characters in this movie, but how do you not know that it's not him? No. Nah. Well, um, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Um. This is before cell phones, and those phones are really crappy. Mm. And they all had those early 2000s uh, cordless phones, and they just sounded like garbage. So I can believe it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Plus, he it's was just, sad because his dad was on crack. <laughs> it's also so yeah. crazy that he, like, he adjusts, he adjusts it so quick to, like, where James Franco's voice should be. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I know. do you have, like, a setting on your audio equipment for every person in the school? Like, mm-hmm. Just lower the pitch. It's creepy. It's creepy. Doesn't he? Uh, he he does get his way though, which leads to an impromptu accordion concert, doesn't it? Oh, he plays play that funky oh, music yeah. on the accordion. Yeah. Oh god. Which I guess which, the filmmakers he, just thought, hey, he'll play the accordion and it'll be funny because it's the accordion, <coughs> right? We don't need any. It's jokes. supposed to. Well, no, it's not, and it's supposed to make him look like a nerd. But you know, um, even him playing the accordion, they had to do it shirtless, and it's like. I don't. Are, is he supposed to be 
undesirable because I mean I mean I'm not a, a teenage girl from 2000. But speaking what? as someone who can kind of envision, I know, right? I, I'm <laughs> dropping this on you at Holy such an inappropriate time, Brendan. What? But no, Ooh. I feel that even even with the accordion added there would still be no problem with what was going on if I were a teenage girl in, in the year 2000. <laughs> yeah, I... I no. He's not an... He, he just, he's not believable as, like, some undesirable... Repulsive nerd, exactly. Yeah. He usually played the... Like, the hot jock in most of the other movies he was in. Yeah. He played James Franco's character, usually. Honestly, if they had been switched, I think it might have been more believable. Hmm. I think I might believe Shane West more as a jock and James Franco more as like a sensitive guy. Just saying. But they go on a double date to the uh, the carnival. And there's a mini <laughs> Hugh Laurie running the uh, one of the rides. But Ashley is not afraid to uh, start dropping some, some slurs towards uh, the, our little... Uh, uh, our little person, mini Hugh Laurie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, just <laughs> a mini home. Just casually, just dropping those yep. M words on him. He, he, you know. He's a mini home. <laughs> so it's like a small house. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> well, it was the '90s. It was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> stuff, stuff just went then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Boop. they go on the ride. Uh, they go on a ride together, and uh, Ashley just vomits all over Ryan. Hilarious. She's gonna puke. She's gonna puke. That's basically what I was saying. Got it. Got it in. She chugged that pop there. Yeah, yeah she chugs the slushy before she gets on. Um, just an example, of how, like one of the many examples, but how stupid this movie thinks its audience is. Because there's a, there's a moment here where Ryan looks at. Uh, Maggie, there's even like a close up on her to show that she's wearing uh, Chris's shirt, and yeah. and they mm-hmm. still ADR the line in where Ryan is like, "You're wearing his shirt," because clearly he did not say it on the set because his back is to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, but they also filmed James Franco walking by him and saying, "What? She was cold." It's like they're not going to get that she's wearing his shirt. You better add that line in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it shows it front and center, she's wearing his damn shirt. I have I right really I have to ask about um uh no, I'm not asking that maybe later. Um okay. uh the his his cousin, um is she supposed to be drunk or drugged or something? Because no, I, did I miss no. a scene? I don't know. That's just her. Yeah. But that's the thing, like we see her at school and she seemed fairly put together. Um We're referring to she, Ashley, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, she she seemed to be um, you know somewhat witty uh, and and sophisticated. I guess for lack of a better term, we go to the witty? party. You know what I mean. If, for someone um, of her intellectual standing, <laughs> we go to the party, and she still she seems you know the, here she seems like she's like a, a wild person on a bender. Well. I almost she's like, woo, make it go fast, little man. I also thought that, or like, or like, I was like, are they trying to say that she has like some sort of disability? Like, is that where we're going with this? So I, I wasn't sure. I thought I had missed the scene where she like, no, she no, downed no. a bunch of drinks or, or like took some, you know, ecstasy or something. No, the movie's just purposely going out of its way to make her seem undesirable. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, as you soon know. as as soon as soon he starts to date her, she just becomes, like, a crazy person. Like, like it's like, like the Ben Stiller movie, the, the Heartbreak Kid. 
Shawn Michaels? There we go. Another Four. one. Ben Stiller, yeah. <laughs> ben Stiller, the heartbreak kid. I I, I did like that um, that that Shane had to wear a uh, a Furby shirt that was for mm-hmm. thick. For a child. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, he wears a, um, an undersized uh, Furby shirt. Furby because, t-shirt because of the uh, the puking by Ashley. Now, mm-hmm. there's like there's a one-off scene where we they just cut over to the nerds doing their thing, and uh, so we get a joke about dial-up porn uh, at the mm-hmm. end of the '90s. And then that's that's about it. Yep. For that that whole thing, it makes no sense because then they just go back to the Ferris wheel where we get to see Ferris wheel conversations. Oh, it's oh yeah. Well, it's clearly just to be like, oh, we need another quick scene to pad out this movie. Yeah. Mm. But when they well, oh sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say that uh, I have in my notes here. I quoted my friend a lot, and at one point she just yelled, "This is violently '90s." <laughs> Violently nineties. You should tell your friend just throwing words together doesn't make them a thing. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen. They get home from the carnival, and oh Ashley sucks Ryan's finger. That was yeah, that his was puke finger. Unsettling. Yeah, unsettling. I don't know what they were going for, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't super. Like it wasn't like seductive. No, he looked upset too. <laughs> I think Shane West was upset. I think he's trying to look like he's into it, but he's just kind of like... No way he could he could act a reaction where he wasn't thoroughly off-put. Yeah, I do mm. like that Chris puts his finger near Maggie and she's like, mm, shakes his hands like, goodnight. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, don't touch me. Yeah. Uh, but this is... We're moving into phase two of the plan because Chris tells Ryan, you know what Ashley really likes? Football. So come play football with us. She's going to be so turned on. <laughs> and he just gets crushed. But, but but she liked it. Oh, she likes it. And she says, uh, I'm, she's clearly turned on by the violence. And she goes, you know, pick uh, me up tomorrow at 7. All I can think is if, if these plans went off without a hitch and they didn't have any re- redemption in the story at all, mm. uh, Ryan and Ashley would just have the just the worst, worst courtship story mm-hmm. where she threw up on him gave, gave him a, 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 a finger job <laughs> good night on their first date and then watched him get his you know c4 vertebrae crushed by a bunch of jocks from the football team mm-hmm. that's a story well, for the grandkids so hot she does seem like the type of girl that wants to be choked <laughs> you know what she she makes a solid point there mm-hmm. i'm glad i'm not the one that said it but okay Mm-hmm. <laughs> no kink shaming, but yeah. Yeah, no, I no. She's, <laughs> no, no. Just, she she just no. seems like the type. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's wild. I get it. Yeah. Um, so in return for this, uh, you know, Chris is like, "Well, how are you gonna help me out with Maggie?" And he's like, "Well, you gotta go work at this old folks' home." Like, it was <laughs> it was <laughs> fun to see um, Cosmo and Floyd be like the Statler and Waldorf of the football game. <laughs> oh, when when Floyd says. I used to play a little ball back in my day. Yeah, yeah, and they're just like they just cut every once in a while for one one-off lines from him and and uh, Cosmo. Yeah, yeah. I, I want their movie. <laughs> I mean, I could I could probably just watch Superbad, but I just I want their movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Chris is working at old folks' home. He starts eating the old lady's jello. Oh <laughs> she does not like that. She doesn't like that. So he steals the old man's jello beside her I, to give to her. I wish the old guy in the next bed would have been Abe Vigoda. Right? That would have been great. Mm. You're a schmuck. Yeah. 
I, I would have had two favorite parts of this movie, Abe Vigoda and Richard Schiff. <laughs> um, oh, also, don't forget James Franco yelling old smelly people and you think that's gay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. my next line because he's like, yeah. yeah, he asked Maggie, like, you think that's gay that I work here? And she's like, no, <laughs> that's great. What? <laughs> he seems awfully homophobic. Yeah, his. Uh, yeah, which was the style at the time. That's true, but, you know, <laughs> James Franco. Yeah, he's the, he's the yeah yeah he's the nineties he's the nineties jock I guess. Um, mm. He drops an F later though that I was kind of sh- surprised by. I wasn't. Oh, I was a little bit. I I, I mean I obviously get the lines like Is it gay. Do you think that's gay? But like when he dropped the other one, I was like, oh wow, okay, mm-hmm. pushing it Tark. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's the nineties. Not at that point in time, he wasn't. Ugh. No. no. Yeah. Plenty of 90s old, movies that don't have that. Old part. lady farts. <laughs> old lady farts are next. Yeah, he drags <laughs> her to the bathroom and she's farting because that's hilarious. Yeah. She's humping him and farting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he's like, he get, he uh, he gives her a dr- ride over to the theater. And he she says, you know, she's she's designing the sets. She's not much of a thespian to which he says, well, that's good. Because like, if you're into chicks, we wouldn't be able to do anything. Ah, you get it? Uh, ah. Yeah. I get, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, that's the, that sound you're making is actually the appropriate response. Ah. No, 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 no. Take that uh, off. Oh, just the, ah. 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 We get the we we get the Cyrano de Bergerac scene, which this I mean, part is so creepy. They're in. <laughs> They're in a theater. Now, theaters are supposed to be known to have good acoustics. How could she mm-hmm. not hear the other person talking to him? And he was down in the pit where it's supposed to echo up. Yes. Pretty sure that's where the band plays, isn't it? That's the idea. Yep. Well, yeah, because if James Franco can hear him perfectly where he is, there's no reason she can't. No. She should at least be able to hear, uh, if not like the words perfectly, she should be at least be able to hear, I say, I say, I say. Mm-hmm. He was, he wasn't even whispering. He was talking. Yeah, he straight up just yeah. talks. <laughs> yes, and with the acoustics in the place, she should have been able to hear his voice. And and he feeds him. He feeds Chris, uh, Ryan feeds Chris the line to be like, you know, whatever. He feeds her lines, and then he kind of realizes like, wow, you're beautiful. And Chris goes, you're beautiful. But that's guys. That's Ryan's moment of realization that Maggie. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, that Maggie is beautiful. As if that's like a moment in the movie where we go, oh, she is beautiful. Like, we knew oh from the first God. moment this movie started she was an attractive girl. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like not even the she's all that thing where it's like, oh, she has glasses. No. Like, she's no. automatically shown to be a, an attractive girl. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why. The, like, the, the way the light hits her, that Ryan's just like, oh, she is attractive. <laughs> Fuck no, off. shit. Fuck off, movie. <laughs> yes. Um, and Chris gets his first kiss with her. Uh, my next my next note I wrote here is Ryan polishes his accordion, and no, that's not a euphemism. Oh my my note here was uh, wind machine hair, and where is Richard Schiff? I was promised rich promised Richard Schiff. Yeah, he's not in much of this movie. I'm sorry. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have another balcony conversation. It's not Ugh. really anything though. Um, Floyd wants to bring hookers to the prom. Good, good for Floyd. I want he this this is a their movie would have been proto super bad because it, it, he it would have been yeah. it would have been great. I, I I would have loved to have seen this movie 
avoid bringing hookers to the prom. That's fantastic. A great idea. And then Ryan really becomes a villain after this because he's hanging out with his buddies and he goes mm. over to where like Ashley and the, the, you know, upper class kids, I guess, yeah. uh, are, and they're like, you know, you're hanging out with losers. So you must be a loser. And, <sighs> and it's a weird scene where he's like, give me a letter of the alphabet. And it's like J and he's like, they're jerks. They're jack offs. <laughs> I'm like, what? Such a cringy, cringy it's, scene. Oh, it was terrible. Such a yeah. weird execution of that kind of scene that, that we've all seen in so many teen movies or so many movies, you know, where mm. the good guy is like trying to be an asshole to cool. impress someone. Yeah. Yeah. And but cr- not that cringeworthy. No, it's just like, what is this alphabet bullshit? <laughs> and... I don't even understand well, the, why his the, friends are mad at that him. That way, he's making a he's making a fun, delightful game of it that all the jocks can get down on, and <laughs> well, even some of the nerds. But they have to know the alphabet to play. Well, I mean, not no. They just need no letters from the alphabet. True. They only have to shout out one letter, right? Well, it's, you're asking a lot. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he, he and then of course Floyd and Cosmo and the other guy are like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> As they are right to do. As they should. Yeah. Yes. But then we go to Ryan. Oh, Ryan pretty much brushes it off pretty quickly. He's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, well, whatever. Move along, I guess. And he uh, goes on a date with Ashley at the restaurant where she starts uh, toying with his crotch with her foot. <laughs> Boots him right in the groin. <laughs> yeah. And we get a hilarious <laughs> joke where they ask him what he wants. And he's like, crushed ice. Awful. But it's, it's the thing that bothers me in movies because the waiter then walks away. And I'm like, wait, is that all you're ordering for supper? Because he actually was taking your supper order, dude. I know you wanted to make that joke about your balls, but, like, <laughs> you're there to eat. <laughs> Brandon, stop trying to add real life to this awful, mm-hmm. awful movie. I have to. It keeps me sane. Oof. I think it's good. I think it's actually working against that. Listen, just because you're composed of three butterflies flying in a mirage over a <laughs> sewer made of dead ponies doesn't make me crazy. I think it does. Well, well that's your prerogative, three-headed. Agree to disagree. Iguana. <laughs> thought it was butterflies. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's clearly your crate. Moving on. <clears throat> um, Ashley and Ryan head back to her place. Yeah. And she says, dun, dun, dun. and this was a weird bit because she's like, I'm well, going to go in the shower. Isn't, isn't there a bit scene in between where um, Chris and uh, Maggie go to a party and the guys are being like just repulsive pigs and one this is of, true yes one yes. of one of the airhead girls says oh get used to it and i was like you know what truer words have never been spoken mm-hmm. i said because guys like that nine times out of ten don't grow out of that and nope. girls who were super into them in high school are still super into them when they're you know in their 40s i'm pregnant with their children yeah yeah Ma- maggie welcome to welcome to a new personal hell yeah mm-hmm. um but but a- but ashley is like and Ryan are back at her place, and she says, "Like I'm gonna go take a shower. Maybe you can join me." And then he tries to, and she's like, "Get out!" <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Well, she was shaving her mustache. That <laughs> yeah. was so funny. She was yeah, actually, na- she nairing. might have been bleaching it. I thought, oh, I thought she was. I thought it was nair. But again, it's so weird because like it's like it's like they introduce like she's supposed to be like the hot girl in school, and then they just introduce all these things that I guess make her like physically undesirable. I guess. Yeah. But her like, she's, feet. She's her, already, her mental instability. Yeah, like but she's already evil. Like I don't think we need any of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Um, meanwhile, well, Chris, they just want to show you that popular people have flaws too. <laughs> See, I don't feel necessarily that she's evil. It's just that she's yeah, simple, simple, and uh, painfully uninteresting, which is perfectly fine because there are people who want simple, pla- painfully uninteresting people as their their soulmates. A guy like Ryan, not one of those people. No, Chris. So, yes. Yes, exactly. Well, Chris and Maggie are, are watching Casablanca in a theater, and it looks like a theater <laughs> as if it was open today because everyone's spaced out real well. Um, <laughs> and they just start making Social out. distancing. Who's going right. to go see Casablanca at a theater? I mean, really, Brendan? It's an old movie. It's in black and white. They're terrible. They have to. Have you noticed how movies <laughs> only... Off. Movies and TV shows only play old movies and TV shows because they don't want to pay for the rights of actual movies. Oh, yeah. thousand percent. Is, I don't, is Casablanca's in the... Is, Casablanca in the public domain? No, but yeah. I think it's. I don't think it's public I domain. Think so. I think it's just cheaper to use. Yeah, it's probably just cheap. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like someone's leaving money on the table. If you ask me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, I'm just saying it is a classic. I think. Oh, okay. They, they could probably were, charge more for the rights. I thought you were slagging Casablanca there. I was like, no, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, um, Citizen Kane, hack job, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just garbage, garbage. What a what? A, who, who directed that? David Dakota. I mean, it's like it's it's right up there with you know Gone with the Wind. Just terrible trash cinema. <laughs> oh boy, man! Don't even get me started on Doctor Zhivago. <laughs> well, it's you too know, long. <laughs> I was gonna say that movie's good, but uh, I understand criticism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's no The Big Cage, right? The what now? <laughs> <laughs> the big cage or is it the bird cage oh the bird cage bird, bird cage no no not the bird cage i think it's the big cage it's the the, the 70s uh the big chill exploit no no oh, it's the, the 70s, 70s exploitation so movie not robin williams with pam greer and um who else i think sid Haig is in it too uh i wish brent were here he would know he's seen it girls in a cage it it is it's yeah, maybe it's. Uh, pretty sure it's the big cage. Let's. You guys continue on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a look here. Well, they go in anyway. Chris and Maggie are going to see Casablanca. They make out, um, and then Ashley says something that kind of gets under Ryan's skin because she's like, you know, Chris is probably just gonna bang Maggie and then dump her like all the rest. Nail and bail. Nail and bail. Yeah. That's what he said. Fucking yeah. Chuck. So after she, yeah. So after hey, we she, want to keep uh, this PG thirteen. Sorry, cut that out. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I mean yeah. that's that's what they want to keep it. They that's oh. why they say nail and bail. This podcast is not nail PG thirteen. Uh, yeah. Lindsay, you can you can say fuck all you fucking want. <laughs> it's um, the big bird cage. That's the name of the movie. The big bird. The big cage. bird cage. Yeah. Okay. It's not Robin Williams. No, not the bird cage. The big bird cage. Jim Henson's okay. the big bird cage. That's, uh, actually, it's uh, Jim Henson's the big bird cage babies. Oh God! <laughs> With Pam Greer, I, I With Pam Greer as nanny. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, it's a gritty. They just shoot though. her from the knees down with those striped socks. So whatever it takes. Yeah, to avoid uh, watching this movie. Ashley has a moment where she is uh, again has like a comically villainous part, comically evil when she makes fun of a uh, rotund uh, waitress. Oh yeah, and uh, calls calls her a gross fatty and sends the cake back. Fat shames her. She's, yeah, she's eaten the entire cake and she's like, "Ew, this is disgusting." 
And it's yeah. just right. like, you know, you got to hate this girl. You better hate this character. We're going to make sure. It's like, we already and, hate her, dude. And to drive <laughs> yeah. it home, she says, a tiger can't change its spots. And I was just like, oh, my God, you're the worst. Yeah. Just just the worst. Um, yep. And she's wearing, she's wearing nipple tape uh, for <laughs> a bra at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. she's not wearing a bra. She's not. After Franco <laughs> drops the other F-bomb with his buddies, uh, <laughs> uh, Ryan comes over and confronts him, and he's basically like, yeah, nail and bail, dude. That's what I'm going to do to Maggie. Nothing you can do about it, bro. Peace. Those are the lines. Uh, and, and then we, we get to see uh, Ryan uh, <laughs> give a line drive to Richard Schiff right in the nuts. Yep. He finally <laughs> hits that baseball right yeah. in the nuts. Ball shot, hilarious. So, okay, I gotta, I, I, I guess at this point of the movie, I have to find out why um, they went through all the trouble of presenting Ryan as a jock when he's clearly on the baseball team. Oh yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If he's supposed to be like a nerd. Why is he? Yeah, it doesn't really. Set. I don't mind him being on the baseball team. That's perfectly fine. But to, for, to have them be like, oh, no, we really got to play up the fact that you're a jock. We really got to play that up. It's like, how much more playing up to it do you need? He is on an affiliated high school team. Yeah. It doesn't make a whole like, lot of sense. Floyd's on that team, movie. too. It could be a gym class. But I think, but but he only plays baseball. I think he's specifically no, they're, baseball No, they're coach. wearing baseball uniforms. They're, yeah. that, like, that's not gym class uniform. That's true. No. So this is where um, uh, Ryan, uh, after this, Ryan tries to tell Meg what's going on, and we also find out the theme of the uh, uh, of the school's prom. Oh my Titanic god! Titanic dreams. What a terrible theme. Poor taste. Uh, yeah, you, oh so, yeah, was it too soon? Uh, no, it's but, only two years after the movie. It's two years How, after the no, movie, I'm, I'm saying mean, too soon in regards to the tragedy. No, but oh, I mean, yeah, like soon. any tragedy as a prom theme is weird to me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, again, Brendan, just, that's the gag. That's the gag. <laughs> yep, that's the gag. But like, I would, I would, like, I would understand it more if it was like more in tune with the movie. But it's just like Titanic. <laughs> there's no, there's no like mention of the movie anywhere. I just thought that was crazy. Oh, there is. They mention the movie. Oh well, they later do. when they do the, like the stupid reference well, to no. it. The- well, no, because uh, when they say what it is, uh, Aaron, Aaron Paul's character goes, "Doesn't don't they know how many people died on that thing?" And then one of the other nerds goes, "It was a really popular movie." Yeah. Again, <laughs> uh, it's a screenplay thing though, where you're like, "Oh, people will think this is insensitive. Let's just tell them that we know it is." Yeah. <laughs> That's mm. not a way out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the prom is Titanic themed and um the baseball coach is apparently also like the MC for the prom. But a chaperone. In his baseball uniform. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is he's, he's a gym coach, right? And that's the trope that, you know, the 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 he'll they'll dress sort of appropriately but still be incorporating their regular gym attire. I w- mm. I wanted coach Steve to be the prom, uh, the MC, you know. Yes, Coach Steve. <laughs> um, we do get a proposal uh, from uh, Ashley to Ryan, uh, where she just shows up on his lawn in her bikini, yelling, "Go to the prom mm-hmm. with me!" I mean, it's it's no say anything, but Mm-mm. whatever it takes. I'm mean, just saying. Hey, <laughs> hey. Is Mariah? I was hoping Mariah just like sock you on right in the ribs if I did, if I did that. Oh, no. <laughs> with, with, did you say with her dick? No, if I said <laughs> that's that. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> Although she could. I mean, she, she could. It would do some, it would do some, uh, it would it cause would some damage. major bruising. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, we do, uh, so we have some more random shittiness from Ashley where she wants to charge someone $20 for a yearbook autograph. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Floyd is just perving all over the room as Floyd does. <laughs> want his movie so bad. And they, they got their hookers. Yeah, well, Cosmo, uh, like Colin Hanks also shows up. He's like, my date is a divorcee. And they're like, okay, Cosmo. And then the joke is that he's not lying and he has a divorcee. Yes, she has a child. A so child. much more interesting movie. Child. So much more interesting. <laughs> so Colin Hanks would be 18, though, right? His character? I, I yeah. guess. Like, how old is They'd she supposed to be? Seniors. Well, I she's got a kid, maybe in her 30s. 40. Okay. She looked about 40. Yeah, she, she could did. be 40. Or, or, you know, thirty, like a hard 35. Yeah. Like a 90s 30. Because they do end up going back to the hotel later. Yeah. It's like, where's, yeah. the, where's the kid going? <laughs> Wait yeah. in the hall, sweetie. <laughs> Mommy's got to make good with a date. Just wait out in the hall. Mommy needs this. <laughs> mommy needs this. This makes mommy feel younger again. <laughs> um... We didn't mention enough about Julia Sweeney because she's also probably a bright spot in this movie because she does what she mm. can. Yes. And Ryan's kind of awful to her, honestly. Mm. He, mm-hmm. she, she goes, she says something along the like she makes him dance with her at the prom and she says, it's getting late. And his response is, you're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> like, not when she's Julia Sweeney. Oh, no. That's Pat, guys. <laughs> Could also be your dad. I mean... <laughs> No one really knows. No one ever found out. The movie no. did not answer the questions. We needed the sequel, and the first one didn't make enough money. <sighs> didn't make enough sense either. Coming soon. Ugh. Do it back to back with Stuart. Uh, that one's probably better. I think. Yeah. I don't remember it very well. Yeah. So Ryan gets on stage, and you know he's uh, he does an accordion ballad. Yeah. It's so cringy. Yeah. What is he? Okay. What is he playing? Because that tune did sound familiar. Did anybody, I, I, did anybody I, I didn't. I, I I wish I knew because it did sound familiar, but I didn't. Okay. Oh I was God. did not look. I it didn't up. write it down, but I knew what it was. Yeah, yeah, it 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 was a familiar tune, but he plays it, and Maggie is all like, "Fuck this, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, Floyd is you know he wants to get arrested for mayhem, so he's okay. playing the perfect the perfect elaborate setup. Uh, he makes the floor open up, uh, revealing the pool underneath. The gym mm-hmm. floor, which we uh, failed to mention earlier, we yeah, and I, having not remembered that the pool was the the same place as the gym, I was like, what? <laughs> they went all <laughs> out with this theme, yeah, <laughs> and it's clearly just so we can have our Titanic uh, jokes here, um, yeah, and the fact that people are pretending to fall into the water, yeah, they should have really played, they should have really played that that music that the band plays in the movie. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> they, and they said, just like, kept the band- playing. Yeah, they said the band geeks be like, "Well, gentlemen, it's been an honor playing with you." <laughs> I was, I was actually thoroughly upset that no one was de- destroyed by a propeller prop. <laughs> just, a, <laughs> just, just cut into a million pieces. Fucking dies in the middle of this prom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, they could, they could, they could have queued up that Papa Roach song too. <laughs> yeah, Last resort. My life. Yeah. Yeah. Cut, cutting that person's my, life into pieces. Actually, my favorite part was when the uh, bigger girl pushed Ashley in the pool. That was fantastic. I did note that. I did love that. That was great. She got her revenge. Got her love. Yep. Got it back on her. Mm-hmm. I would have done the same thing. So Floyd runs out and the cops are arriving and Ryan kind of looks at him and he's like, that guy planned the whole thing. And you're like, wait, what? Oh, Floyd wants that. Okay. 
So yeah. he gets arrested, yeah. and all the girls are like, "Wow, he's so hot." <laughs> and and blink and you'll miss him. But David Keckner is one of the cops. Yeah, the sheriff. Yeah, he's a sheriff. I I thought that was like I was like, oh well, oh okay, he's in this movie too. Cool. <laughs> he didn't. Was it? Was he performing uh, "Melt with You"? Was that the song? What is it? "Melt with You." I I might have. I'll sure. stop the world and yes. melt with you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the one. There we go. Solved. Got it solved. That's what I do. So now that the prom is over, it's time for everybody to go back to the hotel room and start fucking. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's a right, typical. Right, right of passage. Yeah. Uh, Chris and Maggie go to the hotel room and, you know, she wants it to be extra special. And keep in mind, we've already had the confession scene. So she kind of has an idea that the, he might not be on the up and up. Yes. Mm. Uh, I will. I also wanted to know when, uh, when Floyd got arrested, uh, when... You know, David shows up to to arrest him. He, he goes out of his way to, I'll take care of this one. And yes. Please tell me I'm not the only one who was like, I know who that is. Oh, I know. Oh, no. I thought, <laughs> okay, you know, you know what I thought was going to happen? And I don't know why, because it didn't, there's nothing in my, nothing in this movie uh, led up to this. But I thought David Koechner was going to try to assault him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I knew who he was, but then I also made assaulting jokes. He took out a shovel that he, like, uh, started up like a shotgun <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then handed it to him. I was like, oh, he's going to make him dig his own grave. <laughs> I think that was the point. Yeah. No, I, I totally thought David Koechner was going to be like, you were, uh, you looked good in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's 2000. It's a teen movie. It's possible. Mm-hmm. No. That's true. But I guess we, I guess it's, we'll. It's, just... it's whatever it takes, not the human centipede, Brendan. <laughs> Should have been. Well, I would have vomited less. <laughs> Let's wrap up that Floyd story because, yeah, he ends up being the dude that stole the neck off the statue, David Koechner. Um, and he uh, gives him, he makes him dig up the neck of the statue to put back mm-hmm. on. And Floyd eventually does put it back on, but he puts it back on wrong, which is a pretty funny ending shot. Yeah. But that's that story. Back at the hotel. Um, and, and James Franco's banana hammock. Yeah. Oh God, that was crazy. Which Lindsay got to see <laughs> on the big screen, which must have been a delight. I did. It was huge. <laughs> um, Stray hairs sticking out here and there. <laughs> Maggie, you see everything crystal clear. Maggie is like putting like lotion and stuff all over him, and she's like tying him up to the bed, and then she's like, "You know what? How does it feel to get played?" And takes pictures of him and pieces the fuck out. <laughs> Uh, she uh, takes she takes a Polaroid uh, hashtag coming soon. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, <laughs> that movie is out on Netflix, so it is it is mm-hmm. fair game now. <laughs> so um, Ashley and and Ryan have gotten they've gotten to the hotel too, and Ryan's thinking getting thinking twice about doing all this stuff. He leaves, um, and she's all getting all revved up, and the um, I I've, I dubbed him the Smash Mouth rapist. Mm. Uh, Stoner kid swings by, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not as bad as that scene in Revenge of the Nerds, mm. how, but it's how? got that vibe. How? Mm-hmm. How what? is it not as bad as that? Well, no. I just mean it's not. The lights are out. He does not announce who he is, and he leaves in the morning before she knows who was there. It 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 feels it feels. No, I'm not saying it's good, but it feels <laughs> slightly <laughs> less malicious and planned. <laughs> it's true. He was just high and. 
Mm. Rape is rape. I'm oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's, That's it's, true. A, it's a it's a straight up rape scene. Don't get me wrong. I just think <laughs> it, because he he. I think in Revenge of the Nerds, the, the the nerd is like, oh, I'm going to fuck this girl. And in this one, he's like, oh, I guess she wants to fuck me. I guess the, the difference <laughs> is this one here, it's it's just kind of implied. Whereas with Revenge of the Nerds, we actually get to see it happen. But, so, you know, society's uh, opinions on things were only slightly starting to shift at that this, point. This school is on the verge of a sex scandal. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that <sighs> happens. And then, you know, you get the final little scene with Ryan meeting up with Maggie. He jumps onto her balcony, which she's put a sheet over that says like, basically fuck off. Like stay away from me. Yeah. And he jumps onto her balcony and he's like, yeah, I did made that bet, but I didn't make that bet. And I fell in love with you. It's every teen movie speech. Mm-hmm. And it works. And... Unfortunately, I really wanted. I would have like given this movie extra points if she had been like, you know what, you're right. Chris is an asshole, but so are you. Fuck both of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I, that's I have this thing called self-respect. Exactly. <laughs> and then she just like basically walks out with her middle finger in the air. That would have been great. Mm. Mm-hmm. But no, they the storytelling they, storytelling wasn't that bleak back then. <laughs> no, they make out. And that that would have happened nowadays. She wouldn't have told me. Oh yes, no, that that's a, a totally plausible ending to any movie nowadays. Uh, but that's the uh, that's the end of whatever it takes. Uh, James. Well, Franco, that's the end of their story. The the final shot again, like we said, was the pan panning up of the neck being on backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the statue. Yeah, with the head staring up into the sky. So, Lindsay, as our guest, would yes. you uh, would you say that people should use whatever it takes to watch this movie? Yeah, so like alcohol, weed, maybe some cocaine. <laughs> oh, wow. <Some> odd mixture. <laughs> I, Might I, make it enjoyable. I feel that would just For put you back to center, wouldn't it? Second time around. <laughs> so that's a no? That is a no. Okay. So unlike The Happening, this is not one you're recommending. No, this is probably why I never bought it on video. Yeah. Okay. Nathan? And I have a lot of bad movies. <laughs> Not, not in the least. Unless, unless someone can find me a, a fan edit that just has the nerds doing their thing, I want nothing to do with this movie. Yeah, this movie is uh, this movie is hot garbage. Even for the, <laughs> even for the garbage, the um, the standard of like teen movies at the time, it's pretty bad. Yeah, like I think I think she's all that. It's probably better than this. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And that's way better. And that's like. Not a good movie. <laughs> Still not very good at all. Either. No. Yeah. Um, Even drive me crazy is better than that. I would rather watch Summer Catch. Jesus Christ. That movie's no. Matthew Lillard pitching. Well, it's got Matthew Lillard in it, so I mean, that's okay. <laughs> it does. I'm surprised Matthew Lillard wasn't in this. Ah, he's getting a little old. That's true. <laughs> well, Scream was four years before this, so yeah, he was a little, a little older at the time. He would have been. He would definitely would have out of his high school uh, believability range. I mean, that wouldn't probably wouldn't have stopped Hollywood if someone had asked him. But yeah, but if a, but if a woman is thirty, she can play a grandmother too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But uh, on that note, we're going to take a brief break, and we will be right back. What were they? 
What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. What were they thinking? And we're back. Yes, we are back. That's fast. Yeah, we, it was fast. Well, for us, because we don't... We don't yeah. know what's in store, or because future Brendan has to take care of that. He will have to put the <laughs> uh, the ads in there. Um, I'm guessing for uh, future uh, Brendan problem. What's well, a future Brendan problem? But I'm sure the ads will be for like you know, uh, King Pappy's flower, mm-hmm. um, and also Schmeckler's powder. Ooh, Schmeckler's. There's none better. With a name like Schmeckler's, it's got to be good. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're it, it is time for the low haiku. Uh, 17 perfect syllables to describe the movie we just spent the better part of an hour and a half breaking down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Lindsay, as our guest, would you like to start us off with your haiku? Yes. Um, mine is uh, a comment on the attire in this movie. Okay. Okay, so what is she wearing? That is not a shirt, girlfriend. It's not together. Okay, here's my haiku. I'll let you close this out, Nathan. Okay. Reprehensible. Every single one of you. Maybe not Maggie. Thank you. Uh, I'm not writing one for this flaming pile of shit. Oh, crap, I just did. You were fooled. It, it was a swerve, bro. You told me you won't get fooled again, though. Wow. You just rock and rolled us out of there. I CSI'd us right on out of there. CSI Miami. Oh. That was awkward. So, Nathan. Mm-hmm. What was that? That was my that was my disappointed dad. Mm-hmm. We talked about this movie, the three of us. Mm-hmm. But what are we always saying? Well, we always say... Don't take a word for us. That's right. Don't take our word for it. Uh, wow, this, uh, this movie took a trouncing on Rotten Tomatoes. Deserved every bit of it. The critics uh, gave it... Uh, well, the, the, the critics gave it. I should say 16% of the critics liked this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 45% of the audience liked this movie. So I think we know who wins this round. Uh, <laughs> Rick Groan of the Globe and Mail says, What you're actually hearing is the sound of a really old coot preaching a very practiced sermon. Okay. 
Um, sure. Uh, well, Jay Carr of the Boston Globe didn't care for it much either. He writes, The producers settle for the most obvious and load of formula stuff in a numbingly cliched teen comedy, pivoting on a lot of plastic angst over who'll take whom to the prom. Bam. Lindsay, do you have one for us? Yes. Um, Phoebe Flowers. Uh, whatever it takes takes old tale ruins it <laughs> she is bitter <laughs> i mean she's not wrong no she's not um jason anderson of i weekly says besides being strictly perfunctory the, the movie is marked by its offhand sense of cruelty <laughs> which is very yeah. true uh well jeffrey m anderson of the combustible celluloid i'm sure they're related yes uh writes whatever it takes is one of the worst and most inept teen movies i've seen since last year's jawbreaker Ooh, coming soon i like that movie (laughs) well it's okay to to like bad movies we do it all the time here (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna quote the famous roger ebert oh um, still another movie arguing that the American teenager's IQ level hovers in the low 90s. God, I miss It that. does nowadays. Miss that Did man. then, too. Miss that man. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't ever fall for the idea that you were smarter than the teenagers uh, who are coming after you. <laughs> I will, I will, uh, I will, this is my last critics review. Uh, it's from E! Online. Teens have it hard enough without dopey movies making them look like morons. <laughs> yeah, I uh, actually had that one primed up myself, so we'll end it right there. That's a perfect way to <laughs> home. All right. <laughs> well, we'll go into the audience reviews. The audience reviews. That's what y'all come for, you. You bunch animals. of animals. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Benjamin M., which I'm assuming is the man who uh, runs the paint store, um, gives it four stars. And he says, adequate at capturing cliché and yet adequate in capturing the true mood of those clichés. Breathing is a cliché and yet a breath of fresh air can be refreshing. Four stars. What does that mean? Benjamin. Benjamin Moore, don't question it. Fine paints. Uh... Peniota K, half a star, writes, Teen romance, shit, and fetus stars. You can feel the 2000 <laughs> era in every scene. Well, Milos run under a pen name? I, I, I'm assuming it was one of Milos's like, uh, countrymen, at least. Oh, okay. This uh, comment's interesting. Uh, Alexandria G, four stars. But their comment is confusing. Uh, not realistic, but James Franco. Sad face. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not realistic, but James Franco. Mm. But sad face. Yeah. James Franco, sad face. It. R.I.P., right? Wait, what? Mm. No? Okay. Uh, Robin A. also gives it four stars. Says, it was a very good movie. How sometimes you don't know about you real feelings until when the person you love feels be out of your reach. And Ashley, she wasn't really in love with him. He was just someone who was different for her. Someone who told her mean things which never had happened to her. And because she is used to get all the guys she want, he was a kind of her goal. 
something to reach to prove to herself that she is good enough. And Ryan thought he loved her, but when he got to know her, oh he realized that he wasn't really in love with her, that she was just someone he, though, was good-looking and mistook his feelings. Okay. What? Couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, if I could translate, Ouch. if I could translate it uh, to Canadian, yep. she ain't pretty. She just looks that way. <laughs> no. Yep. Uh, Steve S. Uh, gave it's an interesting. Yeah, I'm assuming uh, because he sounds like it would be something he would write. <laughs> oh no. Due to the recent Rotten Tomatoes changes that have basically ruined my past reviews, I am mostly only giving a rating rather than a full review. Two stars. <laughs> oh, shit. The Rotten Tom- <laughs> Tomatoes conspiracy. Taking, taking Rotten Tomatoes to task. Yeah. Oh, how dare they collect critics' reviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, Heather M. One and a half stars. Who doesn't love the Franco-West combination? I remember nothing else worthwhile about this movie. <laughs> it's just, it's positive. And then it's not. Um, well, this is a positive review here. This is from uh, Daniel B. And he gives it four stars. I loved this movie. Julia Sweeney is hot. And James Franco <coughs> is greatness. I really wish I didn't lose this movie my senior year. Four stars. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Julia Sweeney is hot. Julia Sweeney is hot. (laughs) James Franco is greatness. Wow. That's such a a glaring look into that person's psyche. (laughs) I mean, hey, Julia Sweeney is an attractive lady. It's you you don't expect somebody who would be in the target audience of this movie talking about James Franco being greatness. Uh, to be uttering the lines, Julia Sweeney is hot. Oh, digging the mom. Well, she did have that big dick. That's right. <laughs> and the energy to go with it. Yeah. Um. Okay, Adam C., um, which I'm guessing is Adam Copeland. Yeah, probably. Uh, and he, he wrote uh, with his giant teeth and big grin, this one felt like it must have been released in the 80s, but nope. The plot is just tired, completely predictable, and over-recycled. Kind of cool to see Franco in one of his first roles, but the amount of stereotyping and bad acting that goes on throughout makes it difficult to watch. The feel-good ending is kind of redeeming, but if you didn't see it coming, I feel sorry for you. (laughs) A little snooty there, Adam. Wow, Adam. One and a half stars. Take some shots. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for some positivity here. Of course. I have a Michelle G. Uh, she wrote, great teenage flick. Me and my sister saw it. She liked it a hell of a lot better than me. She actually went out and bought the movie, and she never buys movies. <laughs> this movie was really nice. I loved the ending. Five stars. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like, we didn't ask for your life story, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did ask for proper grammar, shit. though, Michelle. So come on, yeah, get we your did. shit together. Me and my sister. <laughs> my sister and I. <clears throat> um, this is a uh, this is a bit of a wordy one, and I apologize in advance, but this is my last one. Okay. Um, it's from reviewer uh, Sailor Moon. Um, all right. And the review reads as such: It's a teen comedy of all time. All right. 
Got a got a little little a uh, little wordy there, but you brought it back home at the end. I appreciate sorry. that. Sorry, I didn't mean to drag this podcast on longer. No. Well, I got I got one last one here too from Quana. I'm oh, sorry, no, Quanjana K. Yeah. Uh, two and a half stars. Just another American Pie wannabe. Shots fired. Yeah. With no nudity, really, kind of. Yeah. Nipple tape. Looking mm. back, <laughs> now that you mentioned American Pie, man, that Shane and Elizabeth scene is feels a lot worse than it did at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I mean, Brendan? <laughs> they broadcast her on the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Horrible, horrible people. Um, <laughs> Lindsay, do you have one review? More one more yeah. to send us home? I have one more. Okay. Um, this one's from uh, Patience W. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I remember watching this when I was 11 and being sorry to say, not shocked, but sorry to say that the only source of enjoyment that I received from this movie was looking at the faces of James Franco and Shane West for about 90 minutes. Even that was a bit annoying because neither of them had reached the peak of their hotness. Franco was actually a bit creepy looking. One star. When she was 11, she felt that way. Yeah. Uh, is she is she acting like she's she's a badass because she saw this movie? When she was 11. Because she was like, not shocked, because I wasn't shocked at all. I was just telling Brendan today that uh, there's a movie on Tubi now uh, called Angel, about a high school prostitute that I saw when I was seven. (laughs) (laughs) It has uh, high school prostitutes, uh, uh, transvestite prostitutes, and and, uh, several murders uh, done by a serial killer. Seven. (laughs) Wow. I don't give a crap if you saw this movie and you were 11 and you weren't shocked. You shouldn't be. This movie was trite, cliched, and terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Those are the reviews for whatever it takes. Mm. Um, so we should give a hint, a little hint-ski. We should say right now, actually, Nathan, next week is a very yeah. special episode. Um, oh, it, are you getting your period? Uh, well, I wasn't gonna tell you, but you're not gonna be you're not gonna be threatened into peer pressuring by taking drugs at school, are you? By the bullies, <laughs> Nathan. Yeah, you're making all these jokes, but uh, is Felicia Rashad gonna be there playing I your mom? Can't wait till you have to talk about this movie. Okay, this is a movie you have unbridled rage for. You know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's not even hint it. Let's just announce it because it's a Patreon pick. It's a okay. Patreon pick from Luke. So you peep, you guys did this to me. Over, uh, Luke over at Game It All. Uh, this is taking over Nathan's picks, so you could be extra angry about that. We are going to be talking about Silent Hill. God damn it. And I will just mm. leave it at that. We just save all that rage for next week. But we were going to talk about I'm friends. I thought. I thought. I, I mean, I never met the guy. I don't think, but I, I'm pretty sure I, I, we had some sort of internet friendship going on. I, 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 I like his posts and 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 make witty comments to them, not only on his personal page, but uh, but also on the game at all. You do this to me. You broke my heart, Fredo. You broke my heart. I knew it was you. <laughs> I am actually really excited to talk about this movie because I haven't seen it since it came out in theaters and I didn't really have a strong opinion about it either way and I know you hate it and I'm ready for some I rage. almost walked out of it. Yeah. It's the only movie I've almost walked out of. I think that might be why he picked it. <laughs> <clears throat> so we'll talk about Silent Hill next week. Um, but is your, uh, is your good buddy Montrose here to say a few words? Yes, yes, he is. Okay. okay. Hello. 
It's your good friend Montrose Minkington III here. Uh, I just like to invite all you fine listeners to become viewers, if you will, uh, uh, Montrose Minkington TV on YouTube. Uh, you can also uh, be my friend on Facebook if you'd like, uh, the group Montrose Minkington III Esquire and Friends. Uh, and you can also tweet me uh, as Montrose III, that's number three, uh, D. I guarantee you I will not be talking about whatever it takes. Thank you. More later. Not yet. That'll be a future episode. Probably not ever. Oh, okay. Mm, no. More later. Unle- unless they make a sequel with um, the, the, those nerd chaps. They seemed interesting. Mm. And mm. Shane West. No. <laughs> well, thanks, Montrose. You're, you're um, welcome. It's entirely your pleasure. Y- yes. Lindsay, it's, it's good seeing you again. As it was seeing you mm-hmm. or hearing. Hearing I sh- you. I shall take my leave of you. You're supposed to let them think we're all in the same room. Oh, awkward. It's very, you are. I, I will leave now. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> what are they awkwarding? Um, Social distance. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you are not all the well, same. Well, you want to keep, you keep at a throwing distance from a chimp. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> but I, I do want to thank, uh, before we move on, I do want to thank Lindsay for joining us once again and talk about another great film. You're welcome. <laughs> I, no, we just talked about whatever it takes. Yeah. I don't understand the, the difference from what I said. You said great film. You're you're obviously confused about when we talked about The Happening the last time she was here. The Happening was so good. <laughs> I love that movie. I love that stupid movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Lindsay, uh, where can they... You got a Twitter? You got a Facebook? Where can people find you? I don't know if I want to give up my Twitter. You don't have to. It's up to you. If you think, okay, not yet, not yet. No. I'm still too awkward. Okay, saving it, saving it for, saving it for the she, future. She, she's not at that stage with you, world. Okay, okay. she's not ready to go to that next level. That's fine. Hey, that's 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 your choice. Your your Twitter, your choice. Um, so so make sure, Brennan, you tag her Twitter and all of her socials <laughs> in the. Uh, when you post this on Facebook. Yeah, what's your bank account number again? <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of that first school you went to? Uh, just send it in the email as a form of a PayPal. I need to put in all my info again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, you can find us all, all all over the place. We're on all the podcatchers. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. No, that's not true. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can find us on Facebook just by searching for What Were They Thinking? Uh, you can find us on Patreon.com slash WWTT Podcast. Become a patron just like Lindsay here. She's a patron. She knows what's I up. Am. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. So you could be as cool as Lindsay. Or, or as or as awkward. M- oh, malicious and hateful as Luke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> you could do that. Uh so um yeah, that being said, so you could do all that stuff. That's where we are. Wow, I am uh, having a hard time with this. <laughs> I don't know why he's sing songing it. That's our stuff. That's where we are. You can find us there. Just search us up. Patreon.com slash WWT podcast. Okay, this is turning into the Spider-Man theme. Look out. Nathan, do you have any questions? Yes, I do. Listen, bud. What are they? Tell me now. (laughs) Shane West, James Franco, we're two skeeves and some hoes. Yeah. In this terrible movie, can you tell me what's going on with the nerds? I want to see their movie. 
No, I can't. I don't know. They were side characters. Oh no! What were they thinking? Moving forwards, using all my breath. Making love to you was never second best. I saw the world crashing all around your face. Never really knowing it was always mesh and lace. I'll stop the world out. Shane Black and James Franco are two skeeves in some hoes. I don't think this movie had Shane Black. <laughs> Why did I say Shane Black? Shane West. I don't know, but the dialogue wasn't <laughs> let's, as let's, clever let's as that. Let's try that back again. <laughs>